0: Coffee in the big day. Dust off your Walkmans and grab your Rubik's Cube. Don't cross the streams. I got a great idea, you guys. Click shoes. This is Radio Wayne's One to Grow On, your 30-minute time machine to the coolest moments in 80s and 90s pop culture, wrapped up in a tasty, spiritual hot pocket. Bam, bam, bam. Stick around for some great retro fun, and if you're not careful, you might learn something before it's done. And now, here's your host, Wayne Cordova. Woo.
1: Gobble, gobble, true believers. It's that time of year when the leaves are falling, the air is crisp, and the smell of pumpkin spices in every corner cafe. Welcome to a very special Thanksgiving-themed episode of One to Grow On. I'm your host, Wayne Cordova, your pop culture pilgrim, ready to carve up some retro goodness and serve it with a side of nostalgia. Today, we're taking a trip back to celebrate four retro traditions that make Thanksgiving not just a feast, for our tummies, but for our hearts too. First up, we're tuning into the classic sitcom WKRP in Cincinnati, specifically the hilarious Turkeys Away episode. Who could forget that infamous line, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. That moment alone is a slice of Thanksgiving TV gold. Next, we'll float back to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade of the 80s and 90s, and specifically 85 and 86. Remember when seeing those giant balloons of your favorite characters was as essential as the turkey itself? From Garfield lounging in midair to Superman flying down Broadway, these parades were a kaleidoscope of wonder for our younger selves. And finally, we'll fast forward a bit to a more recent classic, the Slapsgiving episodes of the TV series How I Met Your Mother. These episodes brought a new tradition into our lives, blending humor, friendship, and of course, the anticipation of a good old slap. And then, of course, we can't forget for our One to Grow On segment, a Thanksgiving night tradition for all wrestling fans out there, the WWF Survivor Series. We'll look back at the debut of two wildly different characters, the legendary Undertaker and the unforgettable infamous gobbledygooker. One brought chills and thrills and the other, well, let's just say it was a unique moment in wrestling history. So grab your favorite Thanksgiving leftovers, settle into your most comfortable chair, and let's reminisce about the Thanksgivings of yesteryears because today we're not just sharing stories, we're sharing memories. Let's talk turkey on the One to Grow On podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Gary Sandy. You know, Of all the shows we've done on WKRP In the first three seasons Not one show ever generated The amount of mail, the amount of interest As a show we did our very first season It was called Turkeys Away So we kind of thought You might like to see it again It's about Thanksgiving So naturally we've chosen the Christmas season To show it to you Happy holidays Drums please Baby If you've ever wondered I've Wondered
1: WKRP in Cincinnati is a classic American sitcom that aired from 1978 to 1982. Set in the fictional radio station WKRP, the show revolves around the quirky and endearing staff as they navigate the challenges of running a struggling radio station. Known for its witty humor and memorable characters, the series has left an indelible mark on television history. In the iconic episode, Turkeys Away, WKRP's unorthodox station manager, Arthur Big Guy Carlson, decides to create a unique Thanksgiving promotion. He believes that dropping live turkeys from a helicopter onto a shopping center as a promotional stunt will draw attention to the station and boost ratings. However, he fails to consider the disastrous consequences of his plan. As the helicopter releases the turkeys, chaos ensues. The unsuspecting birds plummet to the ground like bags of wet cement, causing pandemonium among shoppers who scatter in all directions. Les Nessman, the studio's news director, <laughs> provides a comically dramatic live radio account of the disaster. The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's, uh... A dark object. Uh, <laughs> perhaps a skydiver plumbing to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. <laughs> the second, the third. So no parachutes yet.
0: Those can't be skydivers. I can't tell so just yet what they are, but. Oh my god, they're talking! Oh, Johnny, can you get this? Oh, they're crashing to the earth right in front of my The oh, just went through the windshield of a parked car.
1: Running around, pushing each other. Oh my goodness! Oh, the humanity! Oh, are running about. Uh, the turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. Honestly, folks, I, I don't know how much longer the crowd is running for their lives. I think I'm going to step inside. I can't stay out here and watch this anymore. No, I can't go in there.
0: Tragedy has there been anything like this? I don't know how much longer I can hold my position here, Johnny. The crowd. Lass, Lass, are you there? Lass isn't there. <clears throat> Thanks for that on the spot report, Lass. Uh, for those of you who just tuned in, the Pinedale shopping mall has just been bombed with live turkey. Film at 11.
1: In the aftermath, the staff is left in shock, and the station's reputation takes a humorous hit. Turkey's Away is remembered as one of the most hilarious and absurd episodes in television history, showcasing the brilliant comedic writing and performances that made WKRP in Cincinnati a beloved classic. For me, it's what made me want to get into radio, partially. WKRP in Cincinnati just made working in radio look like it was fun, like it was a blast. Um, My time in radio was not exactly like WKRP, but I did have some quirky characters working with me. Uh, One of them, my friend Chris, who is my friend to this day, and we would quote WKRP in Cincinnati on an almost daily basis. Not just the Thanksgiving Day episode, but also just Dr. Johnny Fever flipping over. The microphone, turning it on and screaming out, booger! Just those kind of antics were hilarious for a kid like me, and then wanting to get into radio was that thing. But that Turkeys Away episode, that visual of the feathers everywhere, you didn't even have to see what happened with the turkeys. You just got Les's description of what was going on, and then you had just the, the visual at the very end, and then, of course, that line,
0: as God is my
1: witness... I thought turkeys could fly. (laughs) A total Thanksgiving classic. Well, we have an item coming up which is uh, a little bit scary, actually, but if you like spectacle and action, this entry was made for you. It's a wild-looking new float called Masters of the Universe and Princess of Power. Is that a good reading? I think so. And it's furnished by Mattel Toys. Now, let me explain this. The setting for this is on the planet Eternia, and at the front is Castle Grayskull, which, as I'm sure everyone knows, is the home of He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. We'll also be seeing his arch-enemy, Skeletor, and standing on top of the Crystal Palace at the back, we'll see He-Man's sister She-Ra. Let's watch the action. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is a cherished American tradition that has graced the streets of New York City since 1924. Throughout the 80s and 90s, it continued to capture the hearts of millions of viewers across the nation. This annual extravaganza Held on Thanksgiving morning, features a spectacular procession of floats, marching bands, celebrities, and colossal character balloons, making it a must-watch event every year. During this period, the parade introduced some of its most iconic balloons and floats. The giant-sized Snoopy balloon became a crowd favorite, often donning just different costumes throughout the parade's years. An immense Spider-Man balloon always swung through the cityscape, adding a heroic touch. Additionally, the awe-inspiring Santa's sleighs float marked the grand finale, ushering in the holiday season. The parade was punctuated by unforgettable moments, including stunning musical performances and Broadway shows. Celebrities, Willard Scott hosting, Katie Couric hosting with them, adding their charm to the event. Moreover, mishaps with balloon deflations and route challenges added unexpected excitement to the festivities. In 1985, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade featured an extraordinary float based on the popular He-Man and the Masters of the Universe franchise. This collaboration between Macy's and Mattel resulted in one of the most technically complex floats in the parade's history, set on the mythical planet of Eternia. The float showcased iconic locations like Castle Grayskull at the front, home to He-Man, the universe's most powerful hero. And the float also featured appearances by He-Man's archenemy, Skeletor, and his sister, She-Ra. Standing atop the Crystal Palace. The float's debut coincided with the height of He Man and the Masters of the Universe Mania, a time when the franchise was ubiquitous from toys to trading cards to magazines and more. He Man's sister, She Ra, also featured prominently, reflecting Mattel's push to establish her as a major star. The 1985 float was a show stealer, providing parade goers with action packed entertainment. And in 1986, the float returned even more spectacularly and with like double the characters. It was included a massive dragon. It was showcasing a grand battle between the forces of good and evil, and we even had Dolph Lundgren, star of the live action film, present to narrate the whole event. This iteration of the float was a visual spectacle, loaded with characters and action, epitomizing the grandeur and excitement of the He-Man franchise at its peak. After 1986, the float was retired but it left a lasting impression as a bold representation of a beloved pop culture phenomenon in one of America's most famous parades. To this day, it is my all-time favorite float of all of Macy's Thanksgiving Day parades. I mean, that, that it even tops the Marvel floats. It tops anything that the floats could do. It even tops Donnie and Marie showing up. It doesn't matter. Throughout the 90s and, and today, nothing beats the 1986. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe Float.
0: Well, I'll tell you, last year there was a very exciting uh, first here at our parade, the dramatic arrival of the Masters of the Universe Princess of Power Float, furnished by Mattel, and here to describe the action this year is the star of the new Masters of the Universe feature film, the very dapper, the very tall, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Nice Where's Vanna? She couldn't make it himself. <laughs> But here again is the dramatic Castle Grayskull. In this setting, He-Man battles the forces of evil. I've got it—the ultimate wager: slap bet. Oh, slap bet! We used to do those when I was a kid. What the f- is a slap bet? Whoever's right gets to slap the other person in the face as hard as they possibly can, but no rings. Are you really gonna do that? That's so immature. You can be slap-bet commissioner. Oh, I love it. What are my powers? Um, if a problem arises and we need a ruling, that's your job. But you have to be unbiased and
1: put the integrity of slap-bet above all else. This is an honor you will take with you to your grave. On your tombstone, it will read Lily Aldrin, caring wife, loving friend, Slapbet commissioner.
0: And your tombstone will read got slapped by Marshall so hard he died. <laughs>
1: How I Met Your Mother is a beloved sitcom known for its unique storytelling format. The show centers around Ted Mosby recounting his life story to his children and each episode revealing snippets of his past leading to the identity of their mother. Well, Slapsgiving is a standout episode that combines humor, heartfelt moments, and one unforgettable slap. In Slapsgiving on Season 3, Episode 9 of the show, Thanksgiving becomes the backdrop for a hilarious and slightly sadistic tradition among Ted, Marshall, and Barney. Marshall, armed with the infamous slap bet won earlier in the series, gets to deliver a powerful slap to Barney, and he chooses Thanksgiving as that perfect occasion. The anticipation builds throughout the episode as Barney sweats bullets, fearing the impending slap. Hey, check it out. We're in the last 20 seconds of Marshall's countdown to nothing.
0: Barney,
1: put it away. How does it feel, Marshall? To sit there, impotently, your large, flaccid hand just dangling in the wind.
0: The slap
1: will occur in ten. Ooh, classy Nine. touch, dude. Too
0: bad! Seven. Barney, put it Six. away. I will in five, four... You can three, slap him. What? Two. Wait. <laughs> One. You <ooh>. That's three! <laughs> Thanks, baby, you're the best!
1: The episode is also interwoven with Lily's attempts to bring about reconciliation between Ted and Robin, who are navigating the awkwardness following their breakup. The tension between the characters adds depth to this episode. Slapsgiving is known for its memorable You Just Got Slap song, which Marshall performs, and of course the slap itself, which became a running gag throughout the series. It even spawned sequels like Slapsgiving 2, Revenge of the Slap, and Slapsgiving 3, Slap Pointment in Mera, each with its own slap. This episode just exemplifies the show's ability to blend humor, friendship, and heart, leaving a lasting impact on How I Met Your Mother fans throughout its nine-season run. It's episodes that I continually will go back to, especially during this Thanksgiving time, because it just shows the fun of having friends around during the holidays. But then on top of that, Oh man, the idea of a slap bet in real life just seems wrong, but so right when it involves Marshall and Barney at it throughout the entire series run. This is one of those things where that show got set apart because of its long-term storytelling, not just when it came to how I met your mother, but how every other thing falls into place. Those slap bets, all those other uh, idiosyncrasies between the cast. Slapsgiving is a modern day Thanksgiving classic.
0: What is this feeling that's put you in your place a hot red burning on the side of your face you feel the blood rush to your cheek Happy Slapsgiving, everybody.
1: (laughs) Folks, as you know, for our Thanksgiving episode, we've kind of switched some formatting up a little bit because I really wanted to share with you just some incredible Thanksgiving highlights throughout all of pop culture. So today we are doing top five Thanksgiving themed movies. These are my top five Thanksgiving themed movies. Number five, Dutch from 1991, starring Ed O'Neill, is a road trip comedy that delves into themes of class differences and family bonding. Ed O'Neill plays Dutch Dooley, a down to earth construction worker who volunteers to pick up his girlfriend's snobbish son, Doyle, played by Ethan Embry, from a private school in Atlanta and bring him home to Chicago for Thanksgiving. Doyle, who resents his mother for divorcing his father, sees Dutch as an unwelcome interloper and treats him with disdain. The film, Directed by Peter Feynman and written by John Hughes, showcases their tumultuous journey home, marked by comedic mishaps and escalating tension between the two. As they make their way through various obstacles and adventures, including hitchhiking and staying at a homeless shelter, Dutch's relentless efforts to break through Doyle's uptight facade slowly start to pay off. The journey becomes a transformative experience for both, leading to an unlikely bond. Dutch is a story about understanding, acceptance, and the unexpected connections that can arise from adversity. I've always thought of this movie as planes, trains, and automobiles, but with a a father figure and a kid. It is just a really interesting and, and just honestly emotional way to spend your Thanksgiving holiday. I love this movie, Dutch. I used to recommend it all the time when I worked in the video store. Number four, Home for the Holidays from 1995. Directed by Jodie Foster, it's a Thanksgiving-themed comedic drama that delves into the complexities of family dynamics. The story centers on Claudia Larson, played by Holly Hunter, who loses her job and endures romantic troubles right before flying home for Thanksgiving. Facing the prospect of spending the holiday with her eccentric family, Claudia grapples with the anxieties and tensions that often accompany family reunions. The Larson family is a colorful ensemble, including Claudia's parents, played by Anne Bancroft, and Charles Durning, her brother Tommy, played by Robert Downey Jr., and her sister Joanne, played by Cynthia Stevenson. The film captures the chaotic, often humorous nature of family gatherings, highlighting the clashing personalities and old resentments that surface. Amidst the chaos, the film explores themes of acceptance, complexity of familiar relationships, and the importance of empathy and understanding. Home for the Holidays, Resonates with viewers for its realistic portrayal of family dynamics, seasoned with humor, and a touch of melancholy. This movie, I saw this movie when I came home during my sophomore year for Thanksgiving, of all things. But this movie not is not at all like my family. Man, this movie featured the most dysfunctional family uh, with so many cringeworthy and hilarious moments. Definitely worth checking out, Home for the Holidays. Number three, Grumpy Old Men. Grumpy Old Men came out in 1993. It's a comedy film centered around two aging neighbors, John Gustafson, played by Jack Lemon, and Max Goldman, played by Walter Matthau, who've been lifelong rivals. Set in a small town in Minnesota, their feud escalates when a vivacious and free spirited woman named Ariel moves into the neighborhood. Both men, who are widowed and set in their grumpy ways, find themselves vying for Ariel's attention leading to a series of comedic and competitive escapades. The rivalry, which began in their childhood, is reignited with renewed vigor involving pranks, insults, and one-upsmanship. However, underneath the rivalry and comedic antics lies a deeper story of friendship, aging, and dealing with life's changes. The film culminates around the Thanksgiving season, symbolizing themes of reconciliation, gratitude, and the value of companionship in later life. Grumpy Old Men is celebrated for its humor, its chemistry between Lemon and Mathau, and its heartwarming portrayal of life's autumn years. If you are into the classics, you know that uh, Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau both come from the movie, the, the movie version of The Odd Couple. And they just have this chemistry, and Grumpy Old Men is perfect for the holiday season. It is hilarious to see these two old men get really vile with each other throughout all of this. Um, but again, it just has those really neat themes, especially towards the end, and it just includes some of my favorite actors of all time in this movie. So definitely worth checking out. Number two, the son-in-law buddy. Son-in-law came out in 1993 is a comedy film starring Pauly Shore as Crawl, a quirky and free-spirited resident advisor at a college in Los Angeles. The story begins when a small-town girl, Rebecca, played by Carla Gugino, leaves her family farm. To attend college in the city, Rebecca, initially shy and reserved, befriends Crawl, who helps her adjust to college life and find her sense of independence. During Thanksgiving break, Rebecca invites Crawl to her family's farm, where his unconventional and eccentric behavior stands out starkly against the traditional, conservative backdrop of her family's lifestyle. As Crawl's outlandish antics and unique perspective shake up the Warner family's routines and relationships, he unexpectedly endears himself to them, particularly winning over Rebecca's father, Walter. The film unfolds as a fish-out-of-water comedy with crawl-causing chaos and positive change within the family dynamic. Son-in-law blends humor with heartwarming moments as it explores themes of acceptance, transformation, and the breaking of cultural and rural-urban divides. Son-in-law is so much fun. It came out when I was still in high school, and I gotta admit, Encino Man and Son in Law go hand in hand. That about does it for my Shore fandom. But those two movies, you know, just really kind of were came out a really fun time when I was in high school. Movies like Bill and Ted's, movies like Wayne's World, and Encino Man and Son in Law all came at this fun, quirky time when I was trying to figure myself out too. So definitely, Son in Law is a out of the box fun way to spend Thanksgiving. And number one. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles came out in 1987. It's a classic Thanksgiving-themed comedy directed by John Hughes. The movie stars Steve Martin as Neil Page, an uptight advertising executive, and John Candy as Del Griffith, a boisterous and overly friendly shower curtain ring salesman. The story revolves around Neil's desperate attempt to return home to Chicago in time for Thanksgiving dinner with his family after a business trip in New York. Neil's journey turns into a comedic ordeal when a series of misfortunes forces him to pair up with Dell as they encounter one travel mishap after another, including diverted planes, broken-down trains, and burnt-out rental cars. The odd couple endures a variety of humorous and sometimes heartwarming adventures. Their clashing personalities lead to frequent, hilarious conflicts, but also moments of genuine connection and understanding. Throughout this movie... The duo's misadventures across the country underscore themes of patience, understanding, and importance of companionship. The film is particularly celebrated for its blend of humor and heart, both with Martin and Candy delivering memorable performances. The emotional climax of the film reveals more about Dell's personal life, adding depth to his character and turning a lighthearted comedy into a poignant story about kindness and friendship during the holiday season. This film is loaded with fun moments that make you laugh out loud and literally will hurt your belly after a big Thanksgiving meal. Planes, trains, and automobiles are definitely worth checking out, but be careful when you take a nap after your Thanksgiving meal. Make sure that your hand is between two actual
0: pillows. You have any idea how fast you were going? Uh, Funnily enough, I was just talking to my friend about that. Our speedometer's melted, and as a result, it's very hard to say with any degree of accuracy exactly uh, how fast we were going. 78 miles an hour. 78, huh? Well, yeah, I could buy that. Sure, I guess. Uh, You know, uh, you would know better than us, uh, especially since we got a melted speedometer. Do you feel this vehicle is safe for highway travel? Yes, I do. Yes, I really do. I I, I believe that. I I know it's not pretty to look at, but it'll get you where you want to go. Now, you got no outside mirror. No, we lost that. You have no functioning gauges. No, not a one. However, the radio still works. Funny as that may seem, with all this mess, that the radio is the only thing that's really working good, and it's as clear as a bell. Don't ask me how. Well, the way it sounds to me right now, the speculating is all over. Oh, stand back. Oh, look at the crunch. Stand back. I think that egg is ready to blow. Oh, Oh, there it is. Ah. What, what is it? What, what in a world? I love oh my it. God! What? What in the world is this? I don't know what it Take is. Take a Rob. look at it, ladies and gentlemen. I know. You're looking Feathers. at me like I know what. I don't know what I, it is. A like bee, it. A little rooster tail up on top. I don't know. They got a pair of legs like my mother-in-law, pal. <laughs> Look at the feet <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> I can't believe what in God's name is this? Holy. What? Uh, uh, give, go, what, what is with the gobbledy? The gobbledy huh. Don't tell me you're the gobbledy-gooker. You've got to be kidding me. Is that all you do is gobble? Well, on Thanksgiving, what would you expect?
1: Picture it. 1990. The WWF Survivor Series. A Thanksgiving night tradition. And remember the big question. What's in the egg? Oh, my gosh. The anticipation, the theories, the excitement. For weeks and weeks, we were waiting to find out what was in this egg that the WWF, the World Wrestling Federation, was promoting. And then... On the night of the Survivor Series, it happens. Out pops the Gobbledygooker, a turkey mascot that, well, let's just say didn't exactly soar to heights of wrestling glory. But on that same night, something else happened. The million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, had a mystery opponent for his Survivor Series team. It was talked about, but it wasn't as highly anticipated as the egg was. But that night, Ted DiBiase announced the debut. Of the Undertaker, the Undertaker, the phenom, the one who would have a 30 plus year career that would span the 80s, the 90s into today. Just an incredible icon, probably one of the most iconic wrestling personalities of all time. It's a classic tale of expectations versus reality. We were all hyped about this egg, imagining something extraordinary, but when the gobbledygooker appeared, it felt like a letdown. But sometimes, life's greatest gifts aren't what we expect. They're the surprises we didn't see coming. Like The Undertaker, who went on to have this iconic, memorable 30-plus-year career in wrestling. The Undertaker's debut reminds us that even when things don't go as planned, there's often something else, something better, waiting in the wings. It's a lesson in gratitude, in finding the silver lining even when things seem disappointing. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. That night, we might have been underwhelmed by the gobbledygooker, but we got the undertaker. It's a reminder to look beyond our expectations and be thankful for the unexpected blessings. So next time you find yourself asking, what's in the egg? In anticipation of life's surprises, remember that sometimes the real treasure isn't what you were expecting, but something even better. Embrace the unknown, be grateful for the surprises, and who knows, you might just find your own version of The Undertaker waiting to make a grand entrance into your life. And that's one to grow on.
0: Everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. So without further ado, I will introduce to you now my mystery partner, led to the ring by his manager, Brother Love. Weighing in at 320 pounds from Death Valley, I give you The Undertaker. (laughs) The Undertaker, the mystery partner, is now revealed. I never heard of him. Oh, take a look. Holy cow. Look at the size of that ham hock. Check out them drumsticks, baby. 320 pounds looks to be Six nine, six ten, somewhere in that neighborhood, Rod. Six, six ten. I don't know. It's hard to tell from here. Holy cow! And look at the look on the face. I don't. Do you think it's his coffee?
1: All true believers, we just carved up another slice of nostalgia for our Thanksgiving-themed journey through the 80s and 90s. We hope you had a gobbletastic time with us. From the legendary Turkeys Away episode of WKRP in Cincinnati, to the iconic Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade floats of yesteryear, and who could forget the hilarious Slapsgiving moments from How I Met Your Mother. We even took a trip down memory lane to the WWF Survivor Series debut of The Undertaker and the infamous gobbledygooker. But before we pack up these retro leftovers, we have some exciting news. We still have our $2 Time Machine tier on Patreon. For just $2 a month, you can unlock the power to journey through time with us and get each new episode a couple of days early, hot and fresh out of the editing oven. Whether you're a dedicated fan or just want to support our podcast adventure, this tier is the perfect side dish for your Thanksgiving feast. And don't forget about our cup of coffee in the big time tier, Still Brewing Strong at $5 per month. It comes complete with bonus posts, exclusive polls, and the audio show The More You Know. It's like a second helping of your favorite holiday dessert. Got some juicy retro tidbits to share with us? Leave us a voicemail at 727-37-WAYNE or 727-379-2963 or send us an email at radiowayne at gmail.com. For daily doses of nostalgia, follow us on Instagram and join our fast-growing Facebook community under at one to grow on podcast. We're branching out to TikTok and YouTube too, so help us grow on those platforms as well. A big shout out to the incredibly talented artist Greg Gosling for crafting our fantastic podcast logo and artwork. Be sure to follow Greg at, at Greg Gosselin and check out his creative wonders also a tip of the hat to our editing maestro, Stephen, or you can catch on his podcast, Just Another Fanboy, and more. Now, here's the kicker. This might be the Thanksgiving episode, but we still have two more Christmas episodes coming up, and then Season 2 will be here before you know it, bringing you more retro goodness from the 90s, including American Gladiators, Saved by the Bell, Wayne's World, and more. So until then, my fellow pilgrims of pop culture, be thankful help those less fortunate than you, and as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.